Well, as I said, we're here to cheer you guys up, and uh, Bobby Bear is going to do that with us as we'll talk about what we're getting in Ryan Nielsen. <laughs> he is, right? Uh, he is. He's going to help us. Well, he may not be happy, but uh, we're going to be happy. Uh, Kevin D. hits us up. He says, Dukes and Bell, Kirby's the only irreplaceable coach on the staff. Well, that's a given mm-hmm. because he built this. This is the guy that came in, and everything that's happened since he got here has happened since Kirby's gotten here. Poll question's up. If Todd Munkin leaves, it's at Dukes and Bell 929. How worried are you about UGA finding their next OC and Alabama in the hunt for one as well? Very worried about Bama. Slightly worried. Munkin needs to stay. Not worried. Kirby has it. I punched up. Munkin needs to stay. Yeah, me too. I- I'm going to do the same, Mike. And we're in the minority, by the way, because most people are saying, not worried. Kirby has it. Go vote at Dukes and Bell 929. We'll keep the tabs and uh, keep you updated as we continue to move along. All right, 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. We're going to push our NFL blitz back about 20 minutes. As we mentioned, uh, former executive for the Falcons, Scott Pioli was talking about uh, Tom Brady, but he wasn't the only one. Wait until you hear what Al Michaels had to say Mm. about Brady's retirement. It's coming up in about 20 minutes, but we need to get to our guests. And Bobby A. Bear is always a pleasure to talk with him on the waitforward.com hotline. Of course, you guys know the name. And Bobby, we just wanted to get some insight into what we're getting with Ryan Nielsen. We, we, a lot of folks here in Atlanta didn't know about him. You know, obviously, you, you've known him, and he's been on that staff there in New Orleans. He's got a connection to our general manager and Terry Fontenot. But what are we getting, Bobby? Well, I think you're going to get a young, energetic uh, coach. Uh, I'm familiar with him going way back to, uh, to Coach O. Uh, you know, uh, Coach O at LSU tried to steal him to come to LSU, and Coach Payton uh, wouldn't let him go because of his uh, contract. Uh, but Coach O had coached him at USC, uh, so that's how I've been knowing him for a while. He's young, energetic. And, and if you look uh the pass rush, you look since 2017, only the Pittsburgh Steelers has has had more sacks than the Saints. I, I bet you a, a number of people would not guess that the Saints had that kind of production. Now, right. you look at the Eagles, they had 70 sacks this year. Uh, but the Saints were, they would get it done up front, uh, you know, between high 40s, low 50s as far as sacks. And um, I, I look at what Cam Jordan thinks of them, you know, how consistent Cam Jordan was. Now, you look on the flip side. Uh, I think he had Davenport playing at a high level, but he's always freaking hurt. It reminds me of the Pelicans basketball players, kind of like with Zion and Brandon Ng. They held when they well. But, uh, but, but other than that, uh, uh, I think you're getting a winner. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird, the same situation. Here you had Dennis Allen, uh, you know, the head coach, but he was, he was calling the defenses. And that was, like he said, that was his baby. It's kind of like Sean Payton being head coach and calling the plays. And, you know, look at Ryan Nielsen, co-defensive coordinator, along with uh, Chris Richard. And now I wouldn't – I don't know the latest, but I know Chris Richard has uh, – he's no longer with the Saints also. I just think uh, once you feel like you got to grasp uh, what it takes to be a coordinator and then ultimately a head coach in the NFL, you want that opportunity, you know, to be able to call defenses. And uh, like the Fontenot going way back to their Saints connection – uh, he's young, ambitious. I would be surprised if he does not uh, have success with that Atlanta defense. 
That's really cool, Bobby. I mean, developing talent. Obviously, you know, you're losing some free agents because they they were so good, like Hendrickson going to the uh, the Bengals. This is a, a guy that I mean, what you consider he can improve what we got because we for, we got to get some talent in the free agency and in the draft. But he's you could say he's develops young talent. Well, he's uh, now uh, think about this. Uh, he didn't even know how to put on his jock. He didn't even know how to even uh, what a, what how you what a, where do the football pads go? How he developed David Onyemata. Hmm. David Onyemata, all of a sudden, uh, you know, he's from Africa hmm. and he's playing in Canada. And, and, and they said, well, you want to come out for the football team? You know, he's just going to school. Right. And uh, literally, his first football, uh, like I should say, where his second or third year of football was already in the NFL. And so how hmm. David Onyemata developed as a defensive lineman, that's a lot to do with Ryan Nielsen. I think he got uh, players to play better than their ability uh, and, and playing as a unit. And, uh, and when you can get that and you have that continuity, uh, I, I know how, even though they're in position, but how highly Demario Davis uh, thought of Ryan, Ryan Nielsen. So, uh, again, uh, I think uh, this is uh, a great opportunity for him, and I think he will have success in Atlanta. But you know the craziest thing I was thinking about this, uh, Mike. I was thinking about this yesterday. I don't know if I've ever seen a weaker division as far as not knowing what's going to happen since Tom Brady retired with the quarterback position. Usually you'd have like one. Oh, for sure he's a stud. I mean, you look at Sam Darnold in Carolina. Um, who do we have it? Uh, who do you even have in Tampa Bay? Driscoll. Trash. And then. Trash. And, and then you look at the Saints, look, Andy Dalton, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, he's trying to be the bridge guy, I guess the next guy goes in, and then you look, Atlanta, uh, they're counting on a youngster. So uh, I don't know, I mean, the NFC South's wide open next year to truly see who's going to win the division. Bobby, I said this, and I don't know if you agree, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the great Bobby Bear joining us talking about um, us getting Ryan Nielsen from that staff and, and, you know, how it may approve our team. But I said it feels like for the first time in a while we might have a leg up on the Saints. I don't know if I felt that way and only because I, I, I'm asking you, what are the Saints? You talk about Andy Dalton, but you're losing coaches. Dennis Allen was not impressive to me. Um, you got to replenish and restock. I know you got some picks with the Sean Payton situation going to Denver, but but what are the Saints right now? Like, what are they building around and on? The defense is aging. You said it. They had that window where you guys won a bunch of games but didn't get to a Super Bowl. It just feels like maybe for the first time in a while the Falcons might be moving in a better direction than the Saints. Well, I know to who that nation, a lot of Saints fans, all they do is call on the show and they go, well, why are we still keeping Dennis Allen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to talk about the same thing almost every day. I go, what are y'all talking about? I said, um, Ms. Gail Benson, the owner, she likes stability. She wants Dennis Allen to work out. And then um, Mickey Loomis, they want to they wanna give Dennis Allen a chance. Now, he's on the hot seat next year. They, they, they don't want to do the one-and-done thing, and that's why they're giving uh, Dennis Allen the benefit of the doubt. But you know what's the craziest thing? And a lot of people, um, you know, because I like stability. Right. And uh, people don't realize Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton played winning enough football, the Saints could have been 10-7. and seven. You might say, hey, Bear, what the hell are you talking about? No, <laughs> I'm telling you. If, if you watch every game, that shows you how close it is between 7-10 and 10 and 10-7. And 
You're like, oh, we had two pick sixes. Well, did you see him hit Callaway right in the hand and the defensive back catches? So that, that, I think they should have errors. Now, I'm being a quarterback now. They should have errors in football. That, that, that's, not, that, that's not an Andy Dalton. And then all the drop passes they had in significant games. For instance, they had a chance to take a hold of division lead uh, against Tampa Bay. Mark Ingram uh, decides to run out of bounds. How about you get the first down? You're not that hurt. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 it's kind of like that might be the that, that might be the last play in a Saints uniform for Mark Ingram, and the fans just remember that he punked out and he ran out of bounds. It's kind of like Ezekiel Elliott, his last play in the Dallas uniform, he was deep snapping and got run over. I mean, <laughs> you know, think about all those scenarios. Right. But I'm telling you, Andy Dalton, if you look at it, if you look at all the QB rating and where he was ranked. He was at one time when this is three quarters of the season. Do you know he was the seventh ranked quarterback and he finished number 11? And they have 32 starters. So I'm telling you, it was much more huh. than Andy Dalton. They look at Andy Dalton as the bridge guy. They need someone. But they have uh, other problems with Andy Dalton that, uh, you know, how about you hit your hands, you catch the ball. Uh, and, and, and then obviously. The defense to get off the great start. The defense was unbelievable on the back end of the season. If you look at the last nine games, uh, they were they were giving up like 16 points a game. Well, you should win every game when that occurred. They just got off their terrible start. Now the secondary that has a lot to do with the Saints' pass rush. The secondary uh, ended up being number number two overall, and they only gave up one 300-yard passer. And I want to say like held like six teams to like 130 yards throwing. We, even um, when they played the last time they played Atlanta. Right. I, I think the Falcons only threw for like 100 yards. So they have some bright spots, but the bottom line, did you win or lose? And I just think next year, I don't know, I don't know who's winning the NFC South. I think it's truly wide open. And that's the thing is Bobby Hebert, guys, you recognize the voice joins us. Uh, again, getting the vibe on our new uh, defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, what he's all about. Because we got A.J. Terrell, and he actually struggled this year, Bobby. We thought this guy's on the cusp of being a pro bowler. We need help in the secondary. We're going to maybe adjust, uh, address it through the draft or free agency. But what you're saying about the secondary, that's, that's promising. And by the way, I looked at your draft. You guys made a trade with the Eagles, so you don't actually have a chance to get that, you, that new young quarterback this year. You don't pick till like, what, 29 this year in the draft. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they lost that to the Eagles, and that's all the Eagles need. They need more help. Come on. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, we, lost, we, we all the fans, we were all mad because they didn't keep uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, a uh, gross by his rat name, uh, C.D. Deuce. So he was just a baller. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I don't think they wanted to pay him in, in the future. So he was the Eagles. We lost that draft pick, and they were able to, uh, you know, get uh, the 29th overall. I, I, would, I would think right now, if they would go that route, if they like him, a young quarterback, uh, the kid from Tennessee, Hooker. Hmm. But he's coming off a knee injury. Uh, but, but that's kind of uh, – talk with Mike Detillier, the draft guru, you know, down here. That uh, – what's his name? Heldon or something like that. I know it's Hooker. Uh, that Heldon don't Hooker, be surprised yeah. if the Saints yeah. – yeah, the Saints don't go in that direction with that pick. Bobby, uh, were you surprised at all that Sean Payton ended up where he ended up? Uh, I'm curious. Have you had any conversations with him through this process? Yeah. What? 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 No, that's what I told him. As I told him, what took so long? I mean, <laughs> uh, come on. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was the perfect situation. I'd be shocked if he does not turn around Russell Wilson. Uh, I'm telling you, he'll be that quarterback guru, and um, that could be a dark horse. All of a sudden, uh, the Broncos, uh, even though they're in the AFC West, mm-hmm. 
and, uh, you know, all of a sudden they're winning, um, you know, nine, ten games. Uh, I think they could truly turn around like that, and uh, Russell Wilson will have success with Sean Payton. Like I said, I, I'd be shocked. And uh, the, the, the one thing about Sean, you know, when he always said, though, uh, that, you know, his, the number one thing is the ownership and, I mean, you know, the relationship with that and the front office and all that. And, you know, he never wanted to talk about the money. I said, man, it's always about the damn money. <laughs> no, no, Sean wanted to be uh, that $20 million a year coach. Uh, I'm telling you, and he – uh, and I and I think he'll earn that money and 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 being with the uh, you know the Walton family the Walmart money and all that stuff. Uh, I, I, again, I, I I I thought that was the perfect place. I thought the worst place if he'd have went to Arizona, that uh, with Kyler Murray, that that would that he's a head case. That'd been dysfunctional. Mm. That wouldn't have worked out with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray kind of reminds me sometimes of Jeff George would attack June Jones. I go, what is he doing? You know. It's, I never forget that. So I see Kyle Murray, you know, attacking his head coach Sean Pingman. Don't want any of that. Mm. It is Bobby Abier giving us some good stuff today, man, on a Thursday. Bobby, uh, again, legend. For those our younger audience, Bobby was a lovable Falcons quarterback as well. He joins us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Hey, uh, by the way, you will eventually get some picks from the Broncos for Peyton. Hey, is LSU going to challenge Alabama this year in the West because you had the number six uh, recruiting class? And I, th- I thought Kelly did a hell of a job last year from where I saw him in that first game against FSU and how they finished. Yeah, I think the key is uh, Jaden Daniels, the quarterback. Uh, you know, him coming back, and uh, and I tell you what, he's going to build upon what he did last year. So, uh, I don't know if they could overtake uh, Georgia. That's hard to say, Alabama. But they're going to be in the hunt. They could be in the in the thick of things right there. And, uh, again, to be the best, you got to beat the best. I don't think the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, that's kind of a measuring stick, Georgia or Alabama. And the LSU fans know that. Uh, but at least they think they're in the hunt. Uh, and like you said, Coach Kelly did an outstanding job uh, the first time around. And um, But uh, you, you got to – you know the one thing I was, I was you know, talking to fans and all about this, about the key is I think with this name, image, and likeness thing, and they show with A&M, it's not so much paying these kids out of high school all this money and maybe motivate them to have them on a recruiting class. It's to take care of the players that are proven on your team already. Mm. I, I think that's the ones you want to take care of, the name, image, and likeness. And whatever program in the future can do that in college football, you know, we're all the transfer portals, the ones that are going to be success. But uh, you, you can go from the penthouse to the outhouse or vice versa right quick uh, with all the challenges college coaches have now with, you know, the name, image, and likeness in the transfer portal. But, but LSU is going to be in the thick of things, but, uh, they write, I'd say, nipping on the heels of Georgia and Alabama, but not quite there. Real quick, Bobby, I'm curious, just on your show, since we're talking about all things Louisiana, what's the response about about Zion? He's been more hurt than anything. Is he loved already by the fans or no way? No, they love him again. He's hell when he's well. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> him, and, him, and, I mean him and Brandon Ingram. I mean, they go from, like, first place, in a month, they went from first place to tie with the Denver Nuggets, and then now they're in the play-in game. So the the, the fans are frustrated, and uh, they've lost nine in a row, Oof. and um, and and you got to have all hands on deck, and they just haven't. And and boy, it's a shame because I, I think when they're all there, uh, you know, like in like for instance, even C.J. McCollum that played the last game, 
that they have they have a chance to do something in the West. Uh, that I, I think truly that if you look at all the teams in NBA, that uh, and when they're gelling, they're probably in between. Um, I'd say number six, seven, or eight out of the East and the West combined. I, I think they're that good. But then you got to be healthy. You got to play. And um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, the Lakers are coming to town uh, this Saturday. Uh, they're playing at Dallas. For instance, they were ahead of Dallas. Uh, the Mavericks are now one game ahead of them in the division. And then the Lakers come down. They, they want to keep knocking down the Lakers, though, because all those draft picks when Anthony Davis went there, it, it benefits uh, the, the Pelicans the worst uh, the Lakers do. So they have no love, love for uh, law, so to speak, for Anthony Davis and uh, the Lakers. But, uh, yeah, that, that I, I think – Coming out of the West, they could be, uh, you know, four to five uh, overall. But uh, right now, you know, it's it's flying. We can't wait for the All Star break to maybe they can come back strong after that. But uh, yeah, that, that, Zion Zion Williams is unbelievable. But I don't know, he's like a a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or something. And I don't know, uh, I never was fast enough to have my hamstring messed up. And then, like, oh, it, 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 when it's running, it's awesome. But now, oh, I don't know, bad spark plug. Uh, so he's not out there. <laughs> so basically he's got more miles vertically than horizontally. Hey, Bobby, it's always great catching up, man. He's held when he's well. We're going to use that one. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Take care, man. Okay. <laughs> that is Bobby A. Bear running down the latest on what we're getting. Very positive thoughts on Ryan Nielsen. Um, and what he's going to do here with the Falcons. He feels like everybody's game is going to be elevated. All right, guys, we got more to get to, including an NFL blitz. Why the owner absolutely loves him. Find out what we're talking about coming up next on Sports Radio. Game. Thanks to Bobby A. Bear, the Cajun Cannon, joining us on uh, Sports Radio 929 mm. The Game. Uh, Mike and I always enjoy talking to him because he just he keeps it he keeps it real. Um, and and you know, listen, right. he is a homer. Which is why they love him down there. But he's also a realist when it comes to what his team is and where the Saints are going. And, you know, I didn't realize. I was saying this to Bo. He was talking about uh, Andy Dalton. And I said, I feel like we have a leg up for the first time. It feels like we're moving in a better direction than the Saints. But he was saying Andy Dalton played pretty pretty well down the stretch. Right. Just didn't get any help. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, guys dropping balls. The defense not any good. So you, you add all that together and maybe the Saints will be better in Dennis Allen's second year. He's not going anywhere. Bobby was saying owner wants continuity. They're not going to fire him. But I still feel like, Mike, we're going to be better. I mean, if you would ask me right now, somebody's got to win this division. Who's the favorite to win the division next year? I would think you could make the case, you know, if 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 by chance the uh, the Falcons can get everything addressed in free agency in the draft. I mean, again, we don't with the draft, you we won't know for two or three years, but get the impact player where a guy plugs in. We talked about Sauce Gardner. Give me a Sauce. I, I don't mind not going edge rusher if you get me a Sauce Gardner or somebody who plugs in at corner as an eighth overall pick and as a Pro Bowler in the first year. Then, then yeah, baby, that's what we're looking for. And then hopefully we get that defensive tackle. We've talked about a bunch of names. And, and Bobby brought up, uh, who's it? Omanyata, the uh, the defensive tackle, is mm-hmm. a free agent. He'd be a guy, a rotational guy. I'm not sure he would command crazy money. But if you went and got – look look at the Eagles. They're rotating eight guys. You know, the NASCAR package, the Giants used to. The, the Chiefs don't rotate as many, but they've got depth in defense. So they might be some guys coming from the Saints via free agency at different levels, but that's the depth. And we, right now, Carl, let's be honest. We rotated a bunch of guys and we like Taquan Graham, but for the most part, next to Grady, there weren't difference makers. 
that's why we're in the position we're in. And that, and then by chance, that helps the edge rushers. Yeah, here's the deal. If you're going to pay for guys, again, if you're telling me they're rotational guys, let's not overpay. Exactly right. Okay, if you're going to get me a star, Deron Payne, I don't mind paying the going rate. He's young enough. He's a difference maker. He's going to make guys around him better. That's a different conversation than a, a guy who's going to be a rotational piece. But I'm with you. I think we'll see how that shakes out. And by the way, Ryan Nielsen knows. I've said this. You know, all the talk about Marcus Davenport, whether he ends up here or not. And, and I said this. I don't want him. If he gets here, I'll tell you, I don't want him. But he knows better than anybody what you're getting. So if they're going to have a real conversation about, okay, is there any of the potential free agents with the Saints that you've, you coached the last few years that are now available, who's the best guy? Give me that guy and let's move forward. And if he says it's Davenport, so be it. But I just got to tell you guys, my expectations, if that was to happen, were not for him to be to come here and be a double-digit sack guy because he's never done it. Right. I think he had Davenport playing at a high level, but he's always freaking hurt. Always yeah. hurt. And that's the last thing I need. And that's one thing we cannot have. And, and I got to be honest with you. Now, there's no correlation. I think Falcon fans, I'm guilty of this, so I got to clear my headgear. Whatever Dimitrov did, whatever any other regime did, has no correlation with what we're doing here now. But we have had a real hit-or-miss run with free agents since Arthur Blank got here. You know, I mean, there's been guys like Ray Edwards. There was uh, Ed Hartwell. Uh, we had Peerless Price. Right. I mean, we've had, we've had some, some guys you're like, ooh, ow, ah. So let's not go cuckoo. Hopefully we nail it. Now, the things that it looks like on paper, Deron Payne it fits the bill. 26 years of age. That's why Squid Billy, I think, Bo, you can jump in here. Part of the reason you brought him up a few months ago after we played up in Washington, that's, that's a guy that just makes everybody on the D-line better and in the prime of his career. That's why I'd be interested in him. Yeah, and I also think that interior push is, is as we always see people say edge rusher. Interior push is as important because if you can crush that interior, the quarterback doesn't – the tackles are pushing on the outside anyways. If he can't step up in the pocket, where do you go? And there's not a lot of, you know, Lamar Jacksons and Mahomes. Those guys, while they're becoming more, there's still not a lot of them in the league. Andy Dalton's not a guy. You know, down in, down in Tampa, Kyle Trask, if he's a starter, he can move, but he can't move like those guys. So, to me, that automatically makes guys like Ebicady better. Now they still have to take the next step and, and 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 get better on their own, but that automatically makes them better and it makes the guy that we love, who is the leader, the stalwart, Grady Jarrett, better. Because now he's not getting double teamed on every freaking play. Yeah. It's a great point. And all you gotta do is look at the Eagles because that's how they're built. That's why all those guys are getting to the quarterback. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 the game. Let's get to an NFL Blitz. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the NFL from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Mike, could Odell Beckham be a part of the Chiefs? McCole Hardman is doubtful for the Super Bowl. We know they were out of basically all their wide receivers in that championship game. And now McCole Hartman did not practice today. Um, they're saying he's doubtful. And there's a chance that Odell Beckham could maybe join the Chiefs. The reality is you got... Ten days. Well, the last time he jumped on a team, it was the Rams, and it worked out pretty well. He kind of hit the ground running with that team. And uh, at the time, I think he had – what was the number? He had like uh, two years of touchdowns in the Browns in one season with the the Rams. Yeah. Or maybe it was even more than that. Either way, he fit. He fit the, he like, if he's 100%, that was a knock why the Cowboys were kicking the tires on him back at the end of December 
to maybe add him to their roster, but he wasn't ready because, again, it takes almost 12 months for that thing to heal up. That that would be crazy. It would be crazy. Folks uh, with the Chiefs organization, again, per sources are saying it probably will not happen, although it sounds really good. Mm. It's just you're about to go into a Super Bowl against that defense with limited wide receivers that don't scare anybody. It's well, this issue. Why, why I said about you know I was I kept you know banging the drum about is this the time they're going to miss Tariq Hill? Yep. But you know if you take away Kelsey, who is you know is it Marquez Valdez Scanlon who got a touchdown in that game? Is, is that the dude? But you're right. It would imagine that that would be one for the ages. All right, let's hear Scott Pioli, guys. He was with our Falcons organization. He was with the Kansas City Chiefs as the general manager, but he was talking about Brady because he was with New England all those years, and he was saying, listen, for those folks who want to criticize Brady. You shouldn't. He's been a friend since he entered the league, and we had this professional relationship, but also this business relationship. And, you know, it's always made me a little uncomfortable when I've heard folks that don't know him see him, be jealous of him, and judge him. And he's a guy who's always remained so fiercely private. But, you know, his success wouldn't allow him to be that. And what I do know and remember is that he was never a jerk, even when so many people pulled him in so many different directions. Yeah, um, and everybody is giving their perspective uh, on Tom Brady here over the last, you know, 24 hours since the announcement came down. Al Michaels, yes, the great Al Michaels, Mike, was talking about it on NFL Network. Yeah, I was a little surprised last year. I thought he would, you know, continue on, which, of course, he did. Uh, This year, you know, to me, MJ, it took father time, a long time, to find Tom Brady's house. But he finally pulled into the driveway, and I guess <laughs> that time is now. And I think it's, it reminds me a little bit of when uh, when John Madden retired. He retired sort of suddenly. People thought he had, you know, three or four more years to go in the broadcast business. Uh, and he said, it's time. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. So for Tom, I'm sure he thought about it a lot. It had to be on his mind all year long. It had to be on his mind for at least a couple of years. But... Uh, uh, finally, we reached that point, and I guess this time it's it's for certain. Yeah, and it's funny that Al did an interview earlier this year when they asked him about the Amazon deal. He was like, I mean, but I'm hopefully I'll know what it's time for me to step away. I think Al's doing a great job. I just think he needs a better partner on that broadcast. But Al certainly called a lot of Tom Brady's games. Who's the oh the uh, 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 yeah I was like who's yeah. the partner? Gotcha. Um, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie was talking about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a love guy in that locker room. But he's loved by the owner as well. Here is what he said about his quarterback. You know, in so many ways, I mean, athletically, he's amazing. But he's like an old soul, a 24-year-old old soul leader that uh, you just you just can't imagine how, how <laughs> what a leader this young man is. <laughs> All right, that's great. Don't get too friendly with him. Last time you got too friendly with your quarterback, it was Donovan McNabb, and you alienated half that locker room. That's true. And next thing you know, Hugh Douglas is brawling with T.O. in a bathroom. That's true. True story. That's true. (laughs) Hey, uh, speaking of the Eagles, this one is the ultimate sour grapes. I just saw this from Pro Football. I'll make it brief. Uh, Jerry Jones says, uh, you know, the Eagles kind of all win. They went all in this year. Uh, I would never do that. The Cowboys think longer term. <laughs> I mean, you got to be freaking kidding me. The most delusional take from a delusional man. The Eagles are so fundamentally sound and built so well by Howie Roseman. Jerry, you're out of your damn mind. 
Coming up, Yeah Man, No Man is on the way. Also in the 4 o'clock hour, our poll question, getting a lot of traction. We'll get you caught up on what you guys think about what we're asking today. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hawks blew out the Suns last night, but we're still middle of the road. We're going to talk about it coming up next hour, uh, Trey and DJ, and the pitcher that has the world talking. (laughs) At least 404 talk. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, man, uh, that's on the way coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Um, And, again, thanks to Bobby Abier. If you missed that interview, uh, we'll replay some of that for you later on in the show, talking about what we're getting in Ryan Nielsen, the Saints, and the comparison to the Saints and the Falcons right now. This offseason, you may feel like I do. Maybe you don't. But Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, with that retirement announcement yesterday, it's a huge step back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Frank Reich takes over a a situation where, you know, he may have a meddling owner, Mike. You talk about it with our guy. He may have a meddling owner, and they might not be able to get that thing figured out. Yeah, we asked Rick Stroud, because I've been asking all week, why didn't they just fire? I'm not saying it's right, but you might as well just fire Todd Bowles, because he's basically cut off at the pass here, because you're going to bring in coaches for one year, and what are they going to do without a quarterback? So, And Rick Stroud basically agreed. But we'll talk more about that coming up with the Falcon Report. Right now, it's time for Squid Bizzle. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like I should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo, what's happening today, man? How you doing? Yeah, I am. I'm doing good today, actually. I'm in a great mood. A guy went by my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company okay. and got me some more uh, CBD because I'm starting to play golf more. So right. uh, I use that when I play golf for my back and my knee. So that's good. <laughs> uh, I got my boy Wilson right now. He's listening online. He's fixing my Scotty Cameron putter up, shortening that. So I'm getting you, it regrouped. You, 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 you have a volleyball fixing your putter? No. I do not. Not that Wilson. No, my Wilson. Oh, not Tom Hanks's Wilson. No, that's just my, where my head went. But as soon as I heard that, back to you. That's, that's actually pretty, that's pretty funny. But um, no. So uh, shout out to Wilson uh, for um, he has a first name, but I'm not going to use it um, for uh, for getting that fixed. And um, we also have some uh, fun with Fricky at the end of Yeah Man, No Man. But first off, hold on, Squid, before you get to that, can I ask a question? I mean, uh, I'm, sure. gonna, I'm gonna ask a question. Why does Why does Wilson need protecting? Yeah, he, what's he going on? He doesn't. I just, yeah, I, you, yeah, you know, yeah, it's good, it's good I just point. wasn't gonna. I don't give first names out a lot. I normally give nicknames. Or yeah. actually, to be honest with you, his nickname's Josh Allen because he looks literally okay. spot on like Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. Okay. Actually, at the Carl, I think you've met him before. I think I have. Um, uh, at, the, at the at the golf course. So yeah. His first name is Alex there, Chris. Are you happy, no, Turtle? Chris was insinuating there was some kind of like black market uh, golf club repair business that was going on. Well, there, how so. could it be black market? I don't know. Is there no such thing? I, I'm glad you clarified that because I was thinking the same thing. He's yeah. fixing my Scotty Cameron putter. What's wrong with your Scotty Cameron putter, by the way? I'm curious. It's, I mean, it's a Scotty well, Cameron putter. Is this going to be per USGA standards, or is he put like an Adam Sandler like hockey stick blade at the very end of the season? God, no. It's honest to God, I just it's 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 a little bit embarrassing. It's too long. 
Oh, so for your for your height? Yeah. It's, okay. It's like a, okay. I think it's like a thirty-five, and uh, my, the Nike that I've used for the past uh, almost ten years is a thirty-four. Mm. So what happens is, is I have to grip down on it, you know, and so basically it changes the lie mm. of the putter, that makes and sense. it changes my putting stroke. So I'm gonna get it. I gave him the Nike that I've used, and I use a little Nike method used to a blade, and now I've got the Scotty Cameron blade. I'm like, hey, can you just make it? These the specs like this, and so he's going to regrip it for me, and he's just taking a little bit off the shaft. Hey, by the way, I'm looking at us on Twitch right now. They got us two on our on the three. We have a three uh, three split screen here. Squidbilly looks like one of those mobsters who goes with the fake voice on 60 Minutes. Can't see his face. Can't see his face like he's in silhouette. (laughs) I knew then what we were doing was illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, can't see his face. There you go. Look at this lights. By the way, these guys and I've given up arguing. They could get mad. These two operate like hermits. There's no. It's total. Darkness behind oh, the glass. I know they, it's a void. Yeah, they, uh, and I guess it, is it because you can't see us when you have the lights on, or is there a reason for that? Uh, it's mandated by me. Yeah. All right. The, so, Chris, <laughs> I'll let you chime in on this too. But these lights, after f- for five hours, mm. the way these lights are, they give me a massive headache. And so, Chris uh. is okay with it. And plus, this room is what Chris three or four degrees cooler with the lights off. I'm actually just inspired by the TV show Dark Shadows. Okay. So that's what we use uh, for reference. Now, I, now you can see Squid's face on the Twitch. You can check it out. No, uh, it's I just, a hell of a pull, by the way. I it just is. got glasses the other day. I, these are readers from CBS. So my eyes look like Mr. Magoo. But uh, they, they, what they're, they charge for this extra protection for the UV, I was telling you. You, did, you bought it. And I, they, you I'm paid the, for it. I am the sucker squid for the upsell. Sucker! I'm a total sucker. The guy's like, and we can add the UV protection. We can do this. I'm like, so I'm like, how much is that? He goes, well, it's eight hundred dollars. I go, eight hundred dollars. I go, is there like an X-ray feature? <laughs> you know, it's like, what was, remember what was the movie, the trip? What was the triple X movie? The guy that was a gadget guy. And my favorite, the penetrator mode. You know, I mean, that's what I was looking for for eight hundred dollars for a pair of glasses. I, I know that's a lot of. Dough. You uh, had told me that they right. were trying to upsell, upsell you yeah. with the glasses and, then and get the, all these things on there. She, and I'm like, what? <laughs> I got I got sun uh, not sunglasses I got transitionals that I right. use I don't need all the UV stuff. What yeah. are you talking well, about? Well, no, they say that UV, and then uh, there's a thing they put on for fluorescent lights to what Squid's talking about. So your eyes don't hurt and your brain doesn't hurt. I don't know. All right. They suckered me. Back to you, Bo. Well, Suck by the way, if, 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 you, if a gentleman comes in your store about 5'8 mm-hmm. in Hills, mm-hmm. uh, weight me. undisclosed, and he's really loud, I'm, ah, look at me, I got Heyman L, I'm Mike yeah. Bell, upsell yeah. The hell out of him, because <laughs> it is possible take all his money. And I've seen his debit card. I'm yeah. a king. I'm yeah. the king of the. I'm, I am a sucker for the upsell. I'm, I'm, I'm a salesman's dream. When I when I what once I step on the lot. No, I hear yeah, you. you. know that. No, no, I, I get uh, it. I get it. I had a guy come in uh, the, the, the other day. I actually saw him uh, walking. And you know, by the way, there's no um, what's it called? No, trespassing. Right. Um, but uh, he was in the neighborhood, and, and he was like, sir, can I talk to you? Oh, soliciting. No. Oh, soliciting. No. Well, yeah. trespassing my, yeah. on my property. <laughs> no, I'm not interested. So, uh, Bo, back to you, though. You were talking about your putter and all yes. these things. You're feeling really yeah. good today. I was going to say that I'm going to save some fun with Fricky for the end of the segment. Okay. All right. But it's clearly close to the end of the well, segment Well, just jump right to the fun with Fricky. Well, <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. Premature is all get out. I'd hate to see you as a 17-year-old at prom. No, Um, anytime you sell me on this shenanigan, I went to four proms, boy. I spread myself a little thin. But I want to hear hear this fun with Fricky. You got me. You whetted my appetite for Fricky shenanigans. I was going to say that we've we've talked so much, I meant to skip right to fun with Fricky. Carl, don't you want to hear fun with Fricky right now? Yes, I would like to hear fun with Fricky. In their version, in their NFL segment this morning, they were uh, somehow – 
John started talking about uh, Veronica uh, Rajak, I believe is how you pronounce it. Who is she? She was the girl that we thought was Tom Brady's girlfriend, but uh-huh. apparently she's just in love with Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, you know, John was had his, he was all twisted up on how to talk about her. Um, I, the um, kind of ongoing debate here about Tom Brady, and I'm not talking about the, the Twitter debate about why he isn't dating this Veronica Rajak or whatever her name is. Veronica Rajek, I, 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 is it Rajek? Is, is that how I pronounce it, uh, I guess? I don't know. I, uh, I don't even know she is. Uh, she's a model, and uh, Veronica with a K, and then R-A-J-E-C. It could be, I don't know, I, I'm mispronouncing it. Anyway, she's a model, uh, and uh, she shouts at Tom Brady. She's the biggest Tom Brady stand in the world, and she keeps shouting at him, and people are like, dude, why are you, you hooking up with Veronica Rajek? I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And it's like, Tom, you got to go. All right, whatever. Shoot your shot. I mean, I have a shoot your shot. I mean, she's the biggest Tom Brady stand in the world. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, but it is whether or not Fox is a Tom Brady stand. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? All right, so this woman, the way I she. Don't know. <laughs> a lot of people, because of the way it was at least presented in the media on social media, they were dating. She's just a stalker, apparently. She's a beautiful woman, but a stalker nonetheless. Well, it, but take, Freaky didn't really explain that. Yeah, take the it from a I guy. Can tell. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he just. Hugh, what's your take on this, Hugh? Oh, I don't know. Best part right there. I, I don't. He goes. I don't even know who she. Is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, who's he talking to? Is that, is that how you pronounce? I, 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 I mean, it's beautiful. So wait, I, I got to clear this up. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 A Game. Bo Morgan, yeah, man, no man. Um, I don't even know who she is. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best part. Um. <laughs> She's putting out these pictures. Who's yes. putting out the pictures? Every other day in the New York Post, they got photos of this woman in various states of undress. And earlier on, she was identified as like Brady's lady. Friend. Yes, but oh, is she, she putting those out? She's yeah. a model of some sort. Okay. She is on Instagram. She's putting out pictures of her. So she's chasing him. Yes. She, okay. Right. And I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm gonna turn into Friggy. I'm, I, 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 I mean, shoot your shot. I mean, if I was Tom Brady, I'd probably answer the phone. No, nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with. I just wondered, yes, because guys were sitting me. Brady, you'll be fine. This is a yeah. new girl, but she's chasing him, and they're not official. Correct. And okay. it just seems like she's using a publicist to present it as if somehow she's in his orbit, which uh, apparently she is not. Gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. you're Tom Brady, with all due respect, to, and she is a knockout. But you're Tom Brady. You got your choice of the entire planet. But sure. I also think, believe it or not, I don't think he's ready. I I just mm-hmm. don't. If you everything he's doing and saying, he's not a guy that's so he's ready been on your on. couch. Maybe. <laughs> Well, how do you how do you how do you think I knew how to say the name yeah. when Fricky couldn't? Yeah, and Fricky's been doing this for fifty I'm years. I'm just asking. This is the part that like I, I hear what you're saying, and I do agree with you to a certain degree. But I'm simply saying, and that's a joke about psychiatrists or you know get, get, getting help. And by the way, if you need to get on the couch, go get on somebody's couch. But I I know what you're saying. You're saying right now it's like he's consumed with all this other stuff. He's not going to be dating somebody, and even if he is, it's not going to be public, right? He's yeah. going to try to keep that out of the public as much as possible right now with yeah. all this stuff going on. Yeah, he's probably getting out right. gift baskets. And he's Tom Brady. It's not like he's going to go slum it and go down to McMahon's Venus or something. I mean, he's in a, as I said, it's going to be like an A-list celebrity, someone of equal or lesser supermodel value. To him. You know what this Correct. all is, guys? I figured it out. It's all a publicist move for the new movie, Chasing Brady. Uh. Which has been destroyed by critics, by the way. Yeah, who would watch that garbage? 
I mean, Patriots fans. You got a lot of uh, star power in it. You know, Sally Field and Jane Fonda. Yeah, and Lily star Tomlin. power from the 60s. Yeah, well, they're playing 80-year-old women <laughs> well, <I laughs> going mean, to a Super Bowl. That doesn't resonate with the millennials yeah. now. Most yeah. of them don't. Most of those people don't know but who Sally Fields is. Basically, yeah. I don't just, know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, what was that crappy movie where they had? It was it Michael Douglas and Morgan Freeman? Are a bunch of old guys going to Vegas? It's the same freaking bucket thing. list. Yeah, it's, well, it's just it's old guys. Then there's just no, old that, women going to a Super Bowl. That was uh, that was Morgan Freeman and somebody else. Yeah. But that was actually a good movie. Bucket list. Yeah, that was the one where they uh, he was dying yes. and they both had cancer. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that was, that was a good, good movie. That yeah. was no, no, movie. no. That that's good movie. I'm talking about Last Vegas. Oh, that's a crap oh, movie. Okay, my bad. See that My one. bad. Jack Nicholson was in Bucket List. That's yes, right. Good. That's no, right. No, that's that was good, good. Las Vegas is Michael Douglas, Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Klein. Ah, and it's terrible. Okay, just like this know. Brady for Brady. Jack, Jack Nicholas is now kind of like, he's kind of typecast. He always plays an old, angry, lonely guy now. Like in every movie yeah. he's in, I feel like. Yeah. Started, I mean, started with as good as it gets, right? Right. Pretty much. You know, kind of like become a one note thing the way Pacino got for a while. I didn't know uh, Jack Nicholas got into movies, Bo. Whatever, that, that's, turtle. That's the golfer. You know what? what? You're hey, hey, yeah. why is your mic on? This is not your segment. All right, I'm gonna hue uh, you. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> you. Yeah, man, no man is always is brought to you by the friends at the W Sauce, which is bigger, better, bolder. Get over to wsauce.com, find a retail near you, and I guarantee if you use it, you will not. You will know how to pronounce for Veronica Rajek's name. Also, the Georgia Hemp Company has all of your Valentine's Day needs. Fall in love with the Georgia Hemp Company this Valentine's Day. And don't forget, guys, get over to georgiahempcompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10. You get all your CBD needs. Now, Turtle, hit my music. There's nothing better than talking about a person that no one knows who you're talking about. (laughs) It's the best. This woman, she is beautiful. She is, but who is she? And by the way, she's married apparently to a former Winter Olympic, a Winter Olympian from Slovenia. Currently married, supposedly so. Not right. for long. Well, yeah. Yeah, she's she's out there putting it out there like that. All right, guys, we got more to get to. We're gonna go on the sidelines with the dogs. We'll tell you about our poll question. A lot of people saying, "I don't know what you guys are worried about." Are you serious? It's Dukes and Bell.